Hello, and welcome to the Future Proof Podcast. This is our monthly podcast where we chat about stuff we've been working on and cool stuff we're planning. I'm Melissa Avery Weir. And I'm Gregory Avery Weir. And this month is going to be another interesting special episode. If you listened to December's episode, which came out (laughs) maybe early January, (laughs) um, you heard us essentially having a meeting on Mike, and that was um, sort of a follow-up to a strategic meeting we'd had back in November. Um, We talked a little bit about mission statements and goals and and, um, all sorts of fun stuff. And one of the things that came out of these meetings has been that we want to do a quarterly assessment, I guess. Um, Yeah, like like a real grown-up company. Like a real grown-up company. Um, and so... Follow all our employees out. Yes. Make sure we have a space big enough to hold us all. Yes. All two of us. <laughs> Strangely, it's exactly the same space we normally use for... <laughs> for all sorts of podcasting. <laughs> um, so we're recording this. Parts will probably be cut. I don't think I want another hour-long episode like we yeah. released uh, this last time. And that can't be interesting to listeners. Um, maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know. But we don't want to have to have you have to edit that. <laughs> no, that's fair. Transcription is uh, a bit tedious. So one of the, the thing that is kind of the goal of this meeting is to answer the question, what did we do to dramatically change the world last quarter? Um, and to say the word quarter sounds very financial, um, yeah. but it is convenient. <laughs> but October through October, end of the year. Exactly. Um, so this is our first time doing this. So it's going to be a little fumbly. Yeah. Um, we'll figure it out. Yeah. So I guess we'll start with money. Feels like a yeah. Like I guess a, I a mean that's <laughs> that's but that's kind of a matter of like, it, are we sustainable or, to put it in another way, are we draining our personal coffers faster <laughs> than we like? Right. Um, and so. The first item is listed as quarter four performance, which kind of doesn't mean any fucking thing. So, um, let's talk about what profit and loss looked like. And we'll, I don't know, are we going to be keeping in, like, actual numbers? No. I I will cut actual numbers. Um. All right, so there will be a gap here, and then it will be followed by us sounding really hopeful or really bummed, depending (laughs) on what the numbers look like. Yeah. Okay, so we might be resuming recording, like resuming the podcast here to talk yeah. about sales. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how much we've cut out, but I'm probably we're doing a, all right. Probably quite a bit of that. We'll see. Yeah, there's some interesting stuff in there. Um, but yeah, we're not too bad. Yeah, um, we're about, not. Uh, no surprises, I guess. Yes. Yes. No, and because we did better last year at doing our taxes on time or close Mm -hmm. to on time like a lot of the sort of adult bullshit that got us in 2017 pretty badly experience bullshit we can say Uh, we had already been in business for a while in 2017 sure but clearly not long enough all right um and we didn't have like we didn't do any conferences last year Mm -hmm. which we did in 2017 i'm pretty sure um so i sounds legit maybe first yeah it was my first year at skanska and yeah we Mm -hmm. did ecgc because it was like my second month there um 
so we didn't have any of those big expenditures. We didn't, there's the, the trademark stuff we did last year, mm-hmm. um, which will kind of show up in our first quarter comparisons because we filed for that, I think pretty shortly after the release of Majesty. Yeah. So that was a, couple, a few hundred bucks, but, um, yeah, I think things were just calmer last year. Um, no consultants hired or anything wild like that. So I'm looking forward to another relatively calm first quarter. I've got taxes and some big stuff re-upping, but um, we don't have promoter anymore, which was a significant expense. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I miss promoter yeah, alas, so much. but <laughs> I miss it so much. <laughs> um, but it's understandable. So next item is to talk about any sort of spikes in sales yeah i think the goal of this is kind of like is to to i guess really the goal of all the money stuff is to is to say like are we funding ourselves in a way that keeps us in line with the ability to dramatically produce change in the world yeah um and so if there's any like notable patterns in game sales um things we can do, we've we've done this a few different ways. So this is purely kind of a spike in sales thing. We've done some down to like some pretty nitty gritty, um, much more corporate style tracking of campaigns and things like this. Um, I think in this case, with how low our sales are, just noise is enough that yeah, that level of investigation isn't all that worth it. Like if we're if we made 10 or 100 times the sales that we do it might just be worth it to start tracking like oh mm-hmm. which campaign was more most effective yeah um i think it was a good experiment experiment for us to do yeah um and for the listener what we did this would probably have been 2015 um when exploit zero day was fully in the was early in its alpha mm-hmm. and we were really pushing it and ossuary on green light about to go to steam and what we did was we essentially said, okay, what are all of our social media marketing ideas? Like anything mm-hmm. we can come up with, like make random puzzles in, in, in exploit zero day or like do gifs or like whatever. And then we kind of turn those into like social media campaigns, like with Google tagging. Um, in fact, I built an app so that we could just tag mm-hmm. things properly for, for Pewik. Still in use. Matomo. Still in use. Um, and so we really just like, did this thing that was pretty rigorous. I liked it. It's the kind of mm-hmm. stuff I like to do. It's, you know, I've worked for the banks and that's sort of the way they work. Um, I, of course, writ large, but mm-hmm. um, that was a really good way for us to like not let ideas and inertia just kind of fall by the wayside. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad we did that, but it did not, the noise, like you said, the noise is just, we just don't have a lot of sales. And so there's not yeah. going to be a lot of trending that shows up. So fourth quarter. Right. So in terms of spikes, um, Steam is essentially our mo- large enough that the other services don't really reflect much useful. Yeah. Um, we see, we've seen certain spikes on other services mostly aligned with either Steam sales mm-hmm. or the sales that the other services have because there are Steam sales going on around the same time. Okay, so the holiday, the winter sale. Yeah. The... So like we saw an, I think we saw an, an itch sale the day, a day or so into a major Steam sale. Which Although to makes be sense. fair, we did forget to start an itch sale until sure. 
Yes. Several so days so in. it might have been yeah. when that sale started, but still, like, like yeah. the one sale doesn't really like we care about itch a lot, but right. the numbers there aren't enough to make a to let us draw conclusions. From right. It. Yeah. Um, so uh, our biggest spike of the quarter was the Steam uh, Halloween sale. Oh, okay. Um, which is roughly equivalent to what this summer sale did. Okay. Uh, the summer sale was a little bigger because it was a little more spread out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the Halloween sale ran a week, maybe? Yeah, I something forget. like that. Yeah. Um, and so kind of all those sales were pretty concentrated. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of that was on ossuary. Mm-hmm. Um, is that both, by volume? Both in volume okay. and in income. <laughs> okay. So... There was a higher volume of ossuary, and also we make more on each ossuary sale. Yep. Just because it's just Majesty a is is a is a cheap um, little thing. Yeah. So. So yeah, uh, that's the big news on sales. Um, we still got a bit of a long tail. Yeah. Um, we just it's just not it's very long. It's not very broad. Right. Um, so we're still selling here and there. Our releases for this year are looking like our. Game Jam, which we're going to talk about very shortly because I'm super crunk. Mm-hmm. Um, our Game Jam, and then we'll presu- presumably we'll finish Headless Swarm and x yeah. Zero Day. Um, and those are probably the two big, like, for sure pencil it on the calendar releases. Yeah, I you- think that once we, once we get Zero Day open, mm-hmm. whenever that happens, yep. we'll probably reevaluate and be like all right what are we actually doing right now like we've got a we've got um i think still at the top of our list is uh forgotten places yes is that the right title yes or the car game yeah i think the forgotten places was considered smaller than the car game yes car game is as yet unnamed to the public Yes. I think we're, we're waiting until we... I think we've been telling people in person for years yes. what the very cool name of it is. Yes. Um, I'm but... excited to go back to that. But yes, yeah. there's a lot more content in that game um, of like levels and writing and so on. Hopefully yeah. Forgotten Places can be scoped down. Yep. So let's talk about what we're doing now. Yeah, so right now we are participating in a game jam, which Yay! we've mentioned publicly, right? Uh, we've on Twitter. about yep. it. Yep. Um, but there is the the Ace Jam for 2019, the mm-hmm. Asexual Jam. Yep. Um, so I'm I'm on. Ace. Mm-hmm. I'm Gray Ace and so um, stumbled on this and it it runs the month of January. Um, I do not know off the top of my head the name of the person who runs it. Damn yeah, it. I'm blinking on it too. Meta, meta, something or other. But it's uh, it's for games which prominently center asexual people. Right. Um, and not necessarily in a, I don't know, British Sherlock, super. Yeah, but there's, there's there's a lot of, of there's a lot of good like uh, guidance around. This is this is a re- very informal jam. Like there's yes. not like voting. Right. Um, but it's, it, there's a lot of guidance. It's like, hey, here's maybe how to write a good game about ace people. Mm-hmm. And here are links to common sites that, I mean. Yeah. All the, all the good done... sources that, <laughs> yeah. that you use in your, your conference talks <laughs> yes. and, and stuff like that. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know. I'm super excited. I had the, the experience of explaining to my tech recruiter yesterday ah. uh, at lunch kind of what the game is. 
Sort of. I sketched over some details. Yeah. So <laughs> um, it's, I mean, very loosely, it's a polyamorous dating sim featuring gorilla humanitarians. And featuring you already dating. Yes. You're not getting yeah, the you're dates. Not, yeah, it's, it's, you are a part of a group that violates uh, intergalactic law to mm-hmm. provide humanitarian aid to people. And the whole yeah, we we call it a person. Person, yes, yes, not humanitarian because they're aliens. Person, personitarian. Yeah, I don't know Um, if I can say that. And uh, (laughs) and the whole game takes place in the preparation for a mission. Right. So it's sort of. I think we intend you to play it a few times. I think so. Not not in the sense that like you'll get a different thing each time, but in the sense that we want to provide kind of a. A feeling of the cycle of life yeah and, and of the everyday existence of, of your character yeah so you're a you're a polyamorous um Spe- specifically relationship anarchist right i think i think so i think yeah, it, I, I don't know how much that's gonna shine through yeah without sort of us throwing a cudgel at it but, yeah our intent um, is for none of the relationships to feel labeled or boxed so right. you just get what you are looking for from each other exactly as you deal with them um, and so, you know, kind of opens with what your mission is. Um, you know, there's some terrible thing happening someplace. Um, and, and you're the, like, like Greg said, the sort of the core of the game is prepping for this mission. So it's a matter of, yeah, you're going to need to like, you're going to probably want to collect some, you know, call in supplies or whatever, mm-hmm. but also like you want to cuddle with your partner, your yeah. doctor partner, or, you know, like you've got, uh, some people on the ship, you have a one remote partner, mm-hmm. um, of various genders and species and yes. oh, the artwork. Oh my God. Okay. So hopefully, hopefully I can get this podcast edited and out by Saturday. Mm-hmm. If not go back and look, yes, go back and look our screenshot Saturday mm-hmm. will be one of the characters Okay, you're maybe. thinking just one? Maybe. We could do a collage. We could do a collage. Let's do a collage. Okay. Um, of the five characters of the game, who are just the cutest art in the world. Thank you. Um, but yes, I'm super duper duper excited. So uh, we are just past half the month. So we've mm-hmm. got a little less than two weeks to finish it up. Which feels like a short amount of time. It um, does. I think, this, I'm, I think I might want to go a little extra time on this release a release a thing at the end of january and i'm making a face that's very sad okay release the thing at the end of january and, yeah and see see if we want to okay. do another post jam release like okay. post jam releases are a thing yeah that's, that's like it's like post nanorama you know so we didn't really talk about like i guess the kind of core mechanic of the game if we should um but it's the idea yeah. that like part of your preparation for this trip is sort of um fulfilling your needs Mm -hmm. in the sense of like a need needs for comfort needs for um fun needs for like your libido need like the idea is to kind of convey that asexuality doesn't mean necessarily Mm -hmm. um that you aren't interested in sex at all or you don't have a libido um attraction is different than behavior yeah um and then also i mean as an ace person, I will say that that, com- that combines very well with uh, relationship anarchy or um, general polyamory, where 
um, you connect with people in different ways. Like, mm-hmm. especially... Because however you want to connect with that person. Exactly. However they want to connect with you. Exactly. Um, so hopefully we'll be able to kind of convey that in this game. Like, we don't want it to be, like... I love I love playing The Sims. Mm-hmm. I do not want it to quite be that, right? Of, like, yeah. here's my needs bar. You have kind of a certain amount that it's like, yeah, I feel bummed if I don't get this fun need satisfied. Exactly. But there's also going to kind of be a level of like, yeah, I've gotten, I've had a lot of fun prepping for this mission. Great. Cool. Yeah. Um, And nothing is stopping you from starting the mission with your needs unfulfilled. Right. Like, sometimes that's what life is. Sometimes life is, yeah, I've had a real bad week, but got to do this thing or I choose to do this thing. Right. So we're having trouble naming this game. Yeah. It has been, okay, it's very hard for me to not think of Space Jam. Yes, but Space Jam is, for several different reasons, a bad thing for us to name our video game in 2019. Nonetheless, uh, that's lodged in my head. Yes, I think that uh, we've also thrown up Ace in Space. We have! Which... Which also I, is not a great title because I, there are several video games named almost exactly that. Look, um, it's a big world out there. I think that I think that another one. When we tr- tried real hard to come up with a name, I think what we came up with was Caudacious. Okay, so the name which of the- does not come around uh, come across well <laughs> vocally or in text form. So our current running name for the organization, I was like, oh, I need an organization that's like about health or something. Yeah. And then the medical symbol, right? Is, is the, the Cadaceous. Cadaceous. And so we do the Audacious Compassion podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we ended up with Caudacious, which, like you said, impossible to say. And very difficult to parse on screen <laughs> without having it be like really hokey with a dash in the middle and maybe quotes around parts of it. Um, so we're still figuring that part out. Yeah, name might be the last thing we come it's, up with. We might we might have to go for a good old-fashioned, like, 2010 oh. art game title. Oof. It's coming back, especially in dating sims these days. Okay, we were just Something... talking last episode about how all of our game ideas have come from your era of No, the... no, no, I mean, like, something like... Uh, I traveled through the universe and all I got was this sense of satisfaction. That's or, not going to uh, fit in the itch box for title of the game. Oh, really? Because oh, no. oh, really? Because let me show you some itch games <laughs> that have some very long titles. <laughs> let me let me and Christine Love show you how to name a damn video game. So, that's we don't have a name yet. Yeah. Um, so we'll we'll come up with that. Yeah. At some point. And let's see. Otherwise, we're working on Exploit Zero Day. So we talked mm-hmm. last month about how we're going to get that to a point where we can open it up. Um, and I had an unusually productive week last week. Um, I was, I have been, I think I mentioned, I might have mentioned last episode that I've been kind of in a depressive slump on account of winter. Um, yeah. And that's not fixed. But um, <laughs> the, the things I'm doing to make it better are making it better. Um so last week, I was, as I was getting focus back and energy back um, and just continuing to take care of myself, I was just really productive. Yeah. So Meanwhile, I, I was distracted by a hundred different projects I'm doing, yes. multiple other podcasts and, and such. Yeah. And so my production was a little lower than usual. Um, and so I'm finding working on Ace Jam <laughs> to be... <laughs> uh, 
I don't know. Like it's it's continuing my creative flurry. Like yeah. So we're we're chugging along on Exploit Zero Day. That's still kind of the least fun thing. Um, yeah, not because we don't like it, but just because we've been working on it for so long. So and long. <laughs> it's a bunch of little things, very few of which are particularly glamorous. Right. Right. Like, that's not. Yeah. That's not fun. Yeah. Um, but it's it's useful. Like I yeah, appreciate it's important. It. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we definitely still have the goal of of getting ECD to where it can be opened up, and getting Headless Swarm finished. Kick that puppy out the door. Mm-hmm. Give it some love. Move on to the next thing. And so we come back around to our question of what did we do to dramatically change the world this quarter? And I think that I've gotten an email or two lately that have reminded me that people are absolutely impacted by artistic work that one does. Yeah, yeah. I've seen at least one of those come through. I think Um, one of them was to me personally about some of my earlier work. But like people being like, hey, this was inspiring to me at a in an early age or in a rough time and mm-hmm. has inspired me to do this or this and that's cool like yeah just touching one person like that is is really really valuable and has ripple effects yeah that, that can be really dramatic and i i think yeah it would have been fourth quarter because i was wearing a jacket <laughs> um the an organizer of game devs in kenya contacted me um i'm on the black game devs or game devs of color list um so they reached out to a bunch of us asking like hey will you do kind of an intro video like why you do game dev and what it Mm -hmm. means but yeah like that's the sort of thing that's like hey like i don't you know i don't know it's it's a strange sort of outreach it's disconnected right like it's like here do do a video but i'm happy to do that like i'm you know Um, And there's definitely value in being, like, positive representation. Yeah. Like, one of the emails that I got was like, hey, I looked at your, I liked your stuff a whole lot growing up, and I just found out you were trans. Mm, That's awesome. That's even more inspiring than than it already was. And, like, I think especially that we're not rock stars. I I think that we're doing very well in many ways, but we don't get featured as, as, like stars of in articles of new up-and-coming devs or or bastions of the industry or anything like that but just to be like hey here we are us having the various identities that we have working on this stuff doing all right by ourselves Mm -hmm. i think has has definite value yeah and we will see like in our first quarter meeting after ace in space goes live Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh once that goes live, I mean, I think that is kind of in line. Um, there are lots of people that don't know what asexuality is. And... Yeah, and far more that think they do and don't. Right. And I think that providing exposure to folks also has been a good thing that we've been doing. Mm-hmm. with our. We don't have a whole lot of people that watch our streams yet. Yeah. Um, but we do, just about every week, we do a Future Proof Plays stream where we play through a short game. Mm-hmm. And... We've had multiple times when folks have been like, hey, what is this game? I haven't seen it before. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. And that's cool. That is very cool. Like, get exposure to folks who are doing cool stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, again, based on the timing of when this can get out, um, I will be playing What Remains of Edith Finch, which yeah. I've owned. I own all of these, like, the indie games that 
can make it even to Giant Bomb, I guess, is kind of my, yeah. my threshold for well, what makes it I famous mean, indie game. Also, the games that make it to Waypoint, which is a little narrower. But more indie games make yes. it to Waypoint than Giant yes. Bomb. Like, when, I have a bunch of games that hit that threshold that it turns out other people have not heard of because mm-hmm. they don't listen to seven hours of Giant Bomb every yes. week. And so I've been playing that, right? Like mm-hmm. Tacoma and, and games like that. So, so uh, thank you for hanging out with us. Yeah. You can find all our stuff at futureproofgames.com. We're on Twitter at Play Future Proof and on Facebook as Future Proof Games. So you can contact us there if you've got questions, suggestions, if you want to take a look at our stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're very interested in if you're a streamer or anything like that. We're happy to, to chat about possibilities for keys or interviews or whatever yeah our theme music is juparo by broke for free which is available under a creative commons attribution 3.0 license